Another day, guys, at Hot Texas here in San Antonio, Texas. We have another guest, Tyler. What's up, Tyler? How's it going? So, here, full of randomness. As you know, the show's pretty random, but we're trying to figure out understanding in this reality. Well, guys, just to let you know, we were walking in the park not so long ago. A long walk. And it got so hot that we went to Sonic, and I paid in card, and somehow we get a receipt that says that they owe us money of 41 cents. Uh, that I didn't realize until Tyler told me. What do you think about this, Tyler? I have never swiped my card and had to be given change. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, there will be a YouTube version of this, guys, coming soon, but not right now. I will save this receipt for another time. So, Tyler, here in the show, we try to interview different people from San Antonio, and we talk about really random stuff. But today, we want to talk about, for the viewers who live outside of Texas. So, Texas. Let's talk about a little bit about Texas. When you think of Texas as a Texan, what comes into your mind? A short drive being 30 minutes plus. <laughs> I, a, <laughs> I don't think I've ever been anywhere where that is not a short drive. Like, it just... From here to work, it's like half an hour. And to me, that's like... That's, that's true. Nothing. It's a short drive. That's true. Honestly, guys, you don't walk anywhere. You actually have to drive in Texas everywhere. It's just everything's so ridiculously spread out because it's just so huge. It's just mind-blowing, like how numb we are to the fact that we have to drive an hour plus to like go to dinner, <laughs> go to a friend's house, and you just, you don't even think about it. This is very true. Uh, Tyler, now, what do you think people outside of Texas see us as Texans here? Uh, I think everybody thinks of us as cowboys, cowgirls, <laughs> all live on ranches, <laughs> boots, cowboy hat everywhere you go, which is... Yeah, it's not true, not guys. Not true at all. <laughs> we're really chill, guys. Honestly, we're... It's not, it's not even like that, guys, literally. Um, now, for people who... Now, let's pretend the pandemic wasn't here. I know the pandemic's here. Any advice for people who want to visit Texas for the first time ever? Come to San Antonio. Man. There's so many things. There's the river walk. Okay, okay. I, don't go to SeaWorld. Oh, don't go to see Six Flags, definitely go to Six Flags. Okay, okay. It's a little pricey, but it's it's worth it. The rides are fantastic. Uh, all the rivers and the lakes, there's just, there's so many options. If you go somewhere and it's crowded, there's like five other places you can go that are pretty close. So it's just, there's lots to do. Lots of outdoors. Yeah, there's a lot of outdoors, yeah. Huge movie theaters, super movie theaters. I don't know what that, there's a word for them. Uh, the IMAX. IMAX. Yes, sir, yes, go. sir. The Ultra HD full immersion experience it's great. <laughs> yeah it's great. Uh, talking about theme parks uh tyler i don't know about you have you ever got injured at a theme park uh no i don't think i've ever been injured at a theme park but i remember my brother threw up after a ride in what? the middle of a diner oh my that was embarrassing gosh. Did anyone but see this? Everybody. It was, in the, it was wow. in the middle. He got up to go to the restroom. He didn't quite make it all the way. And just blew chunks in the middle of a diner while everybody was eating. Ruined my appetite. I'm sure it ruined everybody else's appetite. That's but very uh, disgusting, bro. It was, <laughs> it was rough. I uh, watched well, my experience at Disney World. I was no, actually not even Disney World. It was um, Island of Adventure and Universal Studios, right? So there was uh, this log... Uh, 
theme ride where the log would fall 90 degrees, right? Many stories high. Well, me, I have dyslexia, guys, if you don't know. I have dyslexia, so I normally, I see things, but they, they'll be moving around. Uh, more about that another time. So I wasn't following instructions how to sit properly on this log. Apparently, you have to extend your, you sit down, there's no seatbelt. You just sit down and you extend your legs into the log and then your legs get locked up uh, safely. Well, I didn't do that. And instead, I just crouched in. And I don't know why the, the right guy didn't like tell me anything. I didn't know until our first fall where this, we almost got run over by what looked like a, a train, but it's like a free fall in the, in the darkness. And that's where I realized I almost fell off. I'm like, I told my dad, like, dad, I need to get off because I don't feel safe. And he's like, no, don't, no, don't worry me, who like, it's this part of the ride. I know you're scared. I'm like, no, dad, I think I'm, I'm gonna fall off. So we get to the very, very top and I see what looks like an employee. And so I'm like, you know what? With shameless in my face, I was like, I'm gonna tell this employee, I'm getting off this ride. I can't do this. And so I, I'm yelling at the employee and to realize that the employee looks at me and it's a robot just as an employee. <laughs> I was very saddened, bro. And all the robots are like, please sit down and do not stand up. <laughs> and then and enjoy the enjoy the fall. Obviously, yes, we 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 fall, guys. I'm holding on to the log so hard. And I'm off my I I literally get off my, my seat maybe four five inches. And when we land, guys, I landed so hard, bro. I had bruises for weeks, man. And ever since, I got traumatized. Any experiences like that in your case? No. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> man. That was a very sad moment in my life, bro. Very sad moment. That's horrible. Going back to Texas, um, for re recreational, what do you what, what do you suggest people... Uh, Actually, let's okay. Other, let's, let's pause on the people from outside of Texas. Let's talk about in Texas. There's a lot of people who live in the city, and they literally never go out to the city. They just go city to city. Um, any advice to go out and exploring wild Texas? Because honestly, guys, I, I I've explored wild Texas. It's very beautiful out there. Any any um, recreational things to do out there, or parks that you recommend for anyone? Um, there's a lot of really good fishing in Texas. Um, depending on what kind of fishing you like to do, I feel like coast fishing, you can go to the Padre Island National Seashore. It's just like 60 miles of just open beach. You can camp on it, fish. We've caught all sorts of things from just whiting to, to nine foot black tip sharks to, to just huge redfish, sea turtles, unfortunately, massive stingrays. Like it's just, there's so much stuff out there that you can just catch, and um, there's huge lakes over here. Canyon Lake, one of them. Medina Lake's another good one. And there's just there's all sorts of stuff to do. Even like if you want to go fish at a river on a kayak, there's plenty of spots to do it. So fishing is pretty big around here. I see. Uh, have you caught any big fish? Um, personally, the biggest fish that I caught was a 48-inch redfish off the uh, the coast of Texas. Um, we caught- 40 like a, foot? No, no, 48 <laughs> inches. Oh, oh like, damn. No, 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 not that, but that's, that's huge. <laughs> no, it was bigger that's than the truck. That's of a building, huh? <laughs> yeah. I don't think they get that big. This is bigger than this truck, yeah. yeah. Um, we caught a, I don't remember how big it was, but it was a huge, huge jackfish. Um, we cut that one up and then we went back into town and sold it. 
But um, other than that, just big sharks. Um, nothing too crazy. No, okay. like, 12, 15-foot great whites. <laughs> nothing like that. I don't think they come to the Gulf of Mexico. But Okay, okay. But we caught, we caught a few hammerheads. Stuff like that. It's just... And in your personal life, have you uh, personally got attacked by one of these animals? No. Okay. Do you know anyone? Or even, uh, like, jellyfish attacks or... We've been stung by stingrays a few times. That's the only thing you gotta really watch out for. Stingrays. It's just stingrays. You? No, I have oh, personally oh, oh. not. But okay, my okay. dad's been stung like four times. Because what? Like right in between the toes. Ooh. Um, back of the knee a couple times. What? The and heck? like right in the right in the stomach. Okay. Well, now I know that you can apparently survive those attacks. Oh, it, it hurts a lot, but it, it's, <laughs> okay. it's not gonna kill you unless you're Steve Irwin, but. Oh no! Rest in peace, Rest guys. In peace. Forever remember the crocodile hunter. I. Uh, now we're gonna switch it up to a, a different subject. Let's talk about supernatural things. Have you, Tyler, experienced any supernatural things in your life, such as like, not not just only big four UFOs, but like, have you seen things in the forests, in your house, uh, your friend's house? What you, What have you seen? Um. Really, only one notable thing that's kind of happened. Okay. Uh, we used to own some land up in North Texas. Dang, okay. And we would just go, just go hunt, just shoot, just like mess around, do whatever. And one night we we're all just sitting around a fire and nobody's on the land. It's private property. Um, we used to lease it out to hunters, but there was nobody on it at the time. And then all of a sudden, just like out of nowhere, it seems like it was right behind us. We just hear this like woman just like scream like bloody murder scariest scream like you ever heard of your life right so we all we all grabbed our guns and just started like going out there with flashlights trying to see like what the heck happened and we don't see anything hear anything nothing and then we all kind of group back together and then on the way back we start hearing like noises behind us and so we all turn around and then the direction we were previously facing we hear the same scream like directly behind us we turn and there was nothing and, and you're for sure know that that was not an animal, right? I mean, I've heard some some hogs squeal, but I mean, it's pretty distinguishable. It was definitely a woman, like, screaming. That's not very disturbing, man. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Then, like, we asked uh, our great-grandfather, who was still alive at the time, like, if anything had ever happened while he was on the land or if he remembered anything like that happened before he purchased it, anything like that, and, and nothing. Damn. Yeah. That's mind-blowing, man. I'm not going to lie. That's mind-blowing. It was terrifying. Oh, so it just went away or what? I We never heard it again. The heck? Yeah. I mean, like, and there's an old barn out there, but, like, old barns are loud and creaky. That's where we would sleep. <laughs> but, yeah, not screaming. We, we, we would always hear, like, random stuff that, like, sounded like footsteps, but it's probably just the wind going through the boards. But never again did we hear that scream. Very interesting, man. Yeah, and we're pretty close with the the people that we sold the land to and we ask them all the time like hey do you ever hear anything weird and they're like never man you know uh in the, I, I used to live south side san antonio and by Master Luther king middle school and it's way down there so there used to be this like i used to live in this uh house that was the, the last house before what looked like uh empty slots of neighborhoods empty roads and it used to be like neighborhoods there but unfortunately a flood wiped them out and it's known to be haunted. So one time, when uh, this was me younger, like maybe third, like 12 or, tw or 13, uh, 
I was playing with my spotlight outside, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna shine the spotlight towards the darkness of it. And I was, I, and I was, I, I didn't see, it, I didn't, I didn't think of it much. And then I see what looked like fireflies. So I thought, and uh, like these glowing fireflies. But I was like, they seem very in sync, multiple ones. And it looked like almost as if they were walking. But I'm like, no, it has to be fireflies. And then, so I shined the light on them. And uh, what looked like a 2D image, suddenly it looked like, like it turned towards me. And what I saw, I still remember this vividly. What, it literally looked like a three foot face. That's it, nobody. Just a face. A face of light. And it just gave me this ugly smile. I turned off my light and I went inside. And uh, I never shine my spotlight towards that darkness. I, I, literally, that was a a real story. That gave me chills. That's creepy. Yes. Just because, like, I've I've seen I don't really like light, but like kind of like orbs. Yeah. Like if you kind of just look in it, it just looks like a piece of dust that like goes by your face, right? Yeah. Like, like that we used to see that all the time, but we just kind of attributed that to like the smoke and it's just like a big moth or something. Yeah. Right? So, and then it turns out, like, you can actually see, like, the the energy of spirits, like, in those orbs, kind of, like, just just naturally, if you're kind of, like, looking for them, or you look at old security tapes, you can see them, and, uh, yeah, that's just, you know, and it's just crazy. And uh, staying on the topic of paranormal, as you know, guys, we live in San Antonio, Texas, and as you know, the Alamo is here, right? Let me ask you, Tyler, for the audience out there, is the Alamo haunted? Um, I've heard some pretty strange stories about things that that go on in the the grounds of the Alamo and just downtown in general because pretty much all of downtown San Antonio was in the Alamo compound at one point in time. So it it doesn't really matter where you go. Um, There's a a really popular hotel. I think it's called the the Manger or something like that. It's supposed to be like super haunted. Um, I've actually stayed in it before. Dang. Um, And I I don't know if it just was like careless housekeeping and they didn't know like the check checkout times of the rooms but um it was kind of weird it's the only hotel i've ever been in to where you had the door lock um on the handle and then you had the deadbolt and then it also had the little chain that you can like like yes. put over it usually it's just like that little folding hook but it was like i guess it's so old it was like the chain <laughs> luckily we had um we had put the chain because about like seven in the morning like you see the light coming in the door just like like, you don't hear the deadbolt turn, nothing turns, like, no key. And the door just, like, opens, hit, hits that chain, right? And then just closes, and I kind of, like, woke up. And I was like, what was that? Like, the noise woke me up, and then it, um, and I just couldn't really go back to sleep because the sun was out, so I was just kind of on my phone, and then I think it's around, like, 8 o'clock, it, it did it again. Nah. And then it just closed. So, so <laughs> I just assumed it was housekeeping. <laughs> you, I was about to say, you assumed it was, that's pretty uh, trippy, man. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't know if it, if it was like a ghost or whatever, because supposedly most of the activities on like the upper floors, we were just on the second floor, kind of just off to the right, kind of closest to the mall. Um, there's not really many crazy stories that come from from that floor and that particular section. It's usually, just the upper floors. So I I don't know if it was a ghost or if it was just like I said, careless housekeeping. Didn't know like what time we were supposed to check out. They just kept coming back open our damn door. Hey, but yeah, I mean. Other than that, just, like, seeing weird things that you can, like, attribute to, like, maybe being tired or just, like, you catch something at, like, the right angle. It's, like, a shadow that just, like, looks like something. <laughs> yeah. Those are, like, the only real kind of, like, definitive, like, I guess, paranormal things I've seen. Okay, okay. Uh, now, switching subjects, 
Uh, Tyler, Tyler, you, you're very down to earth, man, uh, literally, and I really love that. Um, always smiling, always actually giving good vibes. Uh, how do you maintain happiness? Uh, I mean, I kind of learned a long time, a long time ago that, I mean, it sounds kind of bad, but it is what it is. Okay, like, okay. Like you walk into a bad situation, that's it's exactly what it is. It's bad. Yeah. So like, why are you gonna change your mood or your attitude in like a negative way? That's just gonna make that situation even worse. So you might as well just be like, walk into it, just like you know, it is what it is. We can fix this. We'll make it work. And then if not, and you just happen to fail at whatever that situation is, it's just a part of life. Like you're gonna fail at something, so it might as well just not let it affect you in a negative way just like kind of learn from it and like move on okay so it's just kind of it is what it is you know like like bad things happen it's just how you kind of handle it and, and kind of and learn from it yeah kind of hold yourself to a higher standard i guess of just being like i'm not gonna let this affect me today if you had one sentence to describe your own philosophy beliefs in this life what would it be like I said, it is what it is. I, it's, <laughs> okay. it's just something I live by, and I just okay. I think it's it's helped me in a lot of ways, just kind of getting through a lot of stuff. But it's it's kind of a, a double double edged sword because you can you can live by that, but at the same time you have to realize like this is a really bad situation, and like yeah, it is what it is. But you kind of need to figure out when it's time to like step away from that situation, okay. whether it be like a job. A relationship just yes. like just something negative because you might not let it affect you even though it kind of kind of is you're just really not like you're hiding it you're masking it yes so just kind of learn when it when it, like it's just a situation to where like you can't really control it or it's one where you can't control and you can get out of it it's just kind of like knowing what's going on and your limits of what you can handle Dang. you gotta know when to when to stop or walk away I guess kind of cheesy but I mean, it's not cheesy. It's a. Uh, some people don't know when to walk away, and it causes their relationship, mm -hmm. friendships, and it leads to other things. I appreciate you sharing this with me, and with the audience. Um, we always end something funny. Um, Tyler, you're a very naturally funny man, literally. Tyler, what was the, among one of the most funniest moments in your life? That maybe I don't, I don't. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes those moments are sad during that time, but become funny later. What would be what would be one of those moments? Man, I, I still laugh at this to this day. <laughs> okay. Um, what I I think I was like, I don't know, three, four, five. I my my memory of it isn't that great, but I just like stories from like my mom, my dad, and family, kind of like what happened. Uh, we were at a Walmart in uh, Wichita Falls, <laughs> Texas. That's where I'm where I'm from, way up north Texas. Just kind of like a little. I guess now it's a big town, and back then it was kind of rinky dink, nothing to do. They had a Walmart, so I mean, <laughs> I mean they, were, they were going places. But um, it's funny. <laughs> my my uncle had put me on a little little car or something. I was on like one of the bottom shelves. Like, have you ever been to like Walmart or a store? You know, there's like the three inches that they have to have for like off the ground to place items. So there's like a tiny little shelf, like not even like a full stair step kind of height. And I step off of it, and I I fell. And then I was like crying and crying and crying, and then my mom <laughs> kind of picked me up and just be like, "Stop it! Like you, just, you just felt like you're fine, whatever." Like, how old were you? 
three or four. Oh, okay, like, okay. I was okay. young. I was young. I was young. <laughs> I was like, and then she just was like, it's no big deal. You just fell. Like, get up. And she picked me up and then, like, set me down and then just, like, fell again. And then she's like, oh, my gosh, you're being such a baby, blah, 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 this and that. So she just put me in the cart, pushed me around. I, I guess I had stopped crying. And then we got um, back out of the car and then went home. And then um, I wouldn't get out of my car seat. And then so my mom picked me up and then set me onto the uh, the driveway. And I just fell again and just started, like, crying and crying and crying. And it turns out they took me to the to the emergency room. I, I had broken my leg falling off of the three-inch Walmart what? shelf. <laughs> Bro, the way you say it was like, oh, maybe he just failed. No. Boo boo. <laughs> no. So, so this day, my mom feels horrible because she she told me I was being a baby because I broke my leg at Walmart. But in real life, you did break your leg. I did. <laughs> it's I like that joke. <laughs> it's like that joke, but like I know I actually did. I actually did. Yes. Tyler, always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for stopping by at the show. Uh, hope to see you next time. Well, to the audience, we both say. Till next time, guys. Bye. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Very cool.